Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that Realtors face. I'm Laura Farley, and with me today is Eric Almond with the Federal Aviation Administration's Unmanned Aircraft Systems Office. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. So as you all have probably guessed, this week's episode will be a little different. I think this is the first time that we have ever had a guest. So welcome, Eric. I'm glad that you're able to join us. Uh, Why don't you tell our members a little bit about what's going on in your life at work? Well, hey, thanks a lot, Laura. Glad to be here with everyone. And you know what? If we are the first guest here, we are happy to be uh, forging the path. And maybe we'll have an opportunity to come back and talk to you about some other things in the future. But, you know, coming out of the FAA UAS symposium in uh, the summertime, which first time we did a fully virtual event, uh, two one and a half day episodes spanning three days total, uh, really had a lot of participation by a lot of folks across the UAS spectrum. And, you know, it's really set the table for a lot of activity that we're doing this fall and into this winter. So what's up next for us? The big thing that's coming is remote identification. So it sounds like you guys have had quite a busy uh, time, even though you're maybe not in the office quite as much. Oh, yeah. No, work continues. I would argue that we're actually busier than ever. Uh, This final rule for remote identification is scheduled to be published at the end of December. And um, we are still on track to do that. But before we get to that, we have something else. And that's National Drone Safety Awareness Week. And that's kind of what we're going to talk a lot about today. But before we jump into that, you used the abbreviation UAS a couple of times. And just so our members that may not know, that is that is the what most people in the industry call unmanned aircraft systems, which a lot of you colloquially know as drones. So um, that is what we're going to talk about is drones. So Eric, why don't you tell me what exactly is National Drone Safety Awareness Week? Yes, drones, you know, you'll hear other terms too. Uh, Internationally, you might hear remotely piloted system or um, remotely piloted vehicle, but drones is what we're going to be talking about today. And that's just, that's the vernacular that people uh, use in their everyday lives. And so people can really uh, relate to it. So when we coined National Drone Safety Awareness Week last year, it was with that in mind of reaching the general public. Uh, last year uh, was a huge success. We had over 120 in-person events that covered all 50 states, as well as the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico. And the goal that I set out for our team originally was to have um, one event in each of the 50 states. So we surpassed that goal and we were very pleased with it. But this time- That sounds of, pretty cool. Yeah, because of COVID-19, Laura, we had to readjust. So this year, um, we're going to an all-virtual format and uh, the goal remains the same, educate the public about safe drone operations and engage with recreational flyers, commercial drone operators, public safety organizations, educators, and spread the awareness about drone safety. And talk so, a little bit more about drones for good. And this is kind of one of the ways that you guys are doing that, right? Helping us get out, reach out to our members and then our members can help pass this information even further. Yeah, and I think it's really important. We'll talk a little bit further about this uh, later on in the discussion, but I mean, there's a lot of realtors that use drones for 
their business purposes, whether they're flying them themselves or hiring somebody else to do them. So it's a natural fit to come and chat with you. And again, I appreciate the time that you're giving us today to talk about National Drone Safety Awareness Week, uh, because this is something that's going to be uh, impacting a wide swath of, of the, uh, the general public as well as the business interests. So, so what are some of the things that you guys are doing now that you're having to move into that virtual, not in-person stuff? Well, we can't have in-person events. So there's a lot of great virtual events that we're doing. Uh, everything from webinars to how-to sessions to photo contests and uh, activities for STEM. Uh, you can find a lot of the activities that are already posted and that people are sponsoring around the country coast to coast um, at www dronesafetyawarenessweek.com and you can check out the list of events and last count I believe it was close to 60 events uh, that were already scheduled. And, and don't worry guys we will make sure that link is in the uh, show notes so that if you need to, to quickly link to it you'll have access. Yep and if you need any additional information from the FAA's website it's all linked together we set it up that way. Uh, the other link there Laura is faa.gov slash, slash go slash drone week. So, you know, we have a theme, gotta have a theme. Every event's gotta have a theme, right, Laura? So Yeah, absolutely. We gotta have a theme for this year. And um, the theme this year is education. And so each, each day of Drone Safety Awareness Week is focusing on a different educational topic. You know, for example, we start out the week with events dedicated to helping people learn what they need to know to get started, right? To learn how to fly. And then we talk about on Tuesday about how to improve your flying skills if you're already out there. The rest of the week, we're going to highlight topics on becoming a professional drone pilot. So, you know, I could pause here for a second and, and, and tell a little bit about there's a lot of people that get started and do drone flying just for fun, right? Because it's yeah, a that, cool that, thing to do. That's me and my husband. We got drones for Christmas one year from my mother-in-law and uh, went out in the backyard and thought we could just take right off. And it was not quite as easy as we thought. Some of them are really, really easy. You you know, take them out of the box, you plug them in, you charge them, and then they fly and they, you fly and they have auto stabilization and a lot of automated features and they're super easy. Others require a little more handling and a little more precision, a little more stick and rudder, if you will. Yeah, that's uh, what ours were. And I, I don't have good hand-eye coordination and mine kept veering off into the trees and the bushes and hitting the grass. And Yes, it, 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 there's an art to it. Um, I do know that uh, I've interacted with a couple of uh, folks that are helicopter pilots, and they, because of the way that they've operated helicopters, they pick it up right away. So even without the automated features, they're usually able to fly those tricky drone, uh, some of those trickier drones uh, very, very quickly. But, you know, there's always opportunity to improve your skills. And even, even with automation, look, safety still comes into play. You can never uh, fully just say everything's going to be fine without, you know, taking care of the airspace and taking care of what's around you and making sure that you're not flying over people. Um, so when we talk about drone safety, we've, we've got a whole bunch of different topics for that week. And, um, you know, I talked about earlier about getting started, about doing a professional drone program. Um, and then weekend, when we get to the weekend, we're going to talk about fun, right? Because that's what the weekends are for. And uh, so we'll talk about recreational flying and your listeners can participate in the events throughout the week. Um, and you know, hopefully folks that, that tune into some of the events will learn something new and it'll be uh, worth their time. All right. So Eric, why do people need to know about drone safety besides maybe not breaking their new toy? 
Yeah, you don't want to break your new toy. You don't want to crash it into a tree. You don't want to crash it into a um, into a house or or people. But most importantly, why it's really important that everybody has to focus on drone safety is because it this is shared airspace, right? So you may think of the park near your house as a great place to fly a drone, but how close is that park to an airport? How close is it to a helipad? How close is it to a hospital or some other aviation resource? So it's important to have awareness of what's going on in the airspace around you. You know, Laura, there are just about 1.7 million drones in the United States that are registered for business and recreational use. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's way more than I would have expected. Yeah, it's six times the number of registered crewed aircraft. And this number is growing. And every year over the holiday season, the number jumps up, right? Because drones are a great Christmas or holiday gift. A couple years ago, uh, we added two more to that list. Exactly. Exactly. So a lot of people are, you know, considering now what to get for Christmas or for the holidays and um, drones are a great gift. But now that's why Drone Safety Awareness Week fits in nicely with this time of year. Just to remind everybody, hey, it's not just about buying this new device, but it's also about being aware of the airspace uh, safety requirements. So we want to reach everybody. And, you know, people don't necessarily understand that they're that when they take a drone out of the box and they start flying it, you're, you're a pilot of sorts, right? You're flying in the national airspace system. So being aware of, um, you know, what's around you, as I keep saying, is, is, is critically important. And we, ha- we, as the FAA, we have to be very creative in the way we deliver the safety message. Um, and we discovered last year, Drone Safety Awareness Week is a great way to reach out to this general public and this new audience. Yeah, and unlike when I was a, a, a little girl and got to go see the pilot flying the plane and got a pair of little wings to say that I was an honorary pilot on that flight, um, it, it, this is a very different thing when people take their drones out and, and become pilots in, in airspace, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, it, we, we almost have to sort of think of it as a community of sorts that we that we need to watch out for each other, right? So if the FAA is working with our industry and and other uh, stakeholder partners to share the safety messaging. We all have a general responsibility to make sure that if we see something that doesn't look safe, that we're you know, engaging with our, our local law enforcement officials, just like we would for any other thing that we see that might be unsafe. So yeah. we're encouraging everybody to really take the drone safety thing very, very seriously. So you know, for realtors, this is really, really important. I, I talked about it earlier at the, beginning part of the conversation that realtors um, use drones. Uh, Quite frankly, some of the most spectacular footage I've seen uh, has been from realtors doing, you know, because they want to show the great, uh, you know, benefits or, or, you know, the view of of one of these great properties, right, that they're looking to sell. And, um, you know, and then there's all kinds of other ancillary businesses that are tied to home homes like surveying or construction or um, insurance assessments after a natural disaster. So it's not just realtors, but it's all of these other services that are starting to use drones uh, in that same space. Um, but I would imagine you probably hear from time to time, yes, about um, drone usage in the, in the realtor world. All the time. Yeah. So while they're changing the way we, we live and we work, um, you know, during Drone Safety Awareness Week, we've got to share our best practices, lessons learned, 
and help anyone to become a safer drone pilot and learn how to take advantage of the exciting technology. So we think that, um, you know, making sure that your audience is aware that, uh, look, uh, these drones are out here. They are uh, phenomenal tools to further your business. And we fully support, you know, folks doing that. But we also want to make sure that they operate safely. So we're here to answer any questions. We're here, you know, make sure that the safety message is uh, reaching as many people as we can. So one of the segments we usually have on our podcast is ways to limit your risk. So in a kind of similar vein, are there specific drone safety messages that our members, realtors should know about? Yeah, and look, let's limit risk, right? That's that's music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> so don't fly over people or traffic, right? Stay away from that. If you're gonna be, uh, take some pictures over a property, stay uh, for 400 feet or lower. Um, Keep your drone in sight. What we say, we call it visual line of sight. That's meaning that you're keeping the drone in, within your, your vision. Don't fly at night and stay away from other aircraft and airports. Uh, register your drone. It only costs $5 and it takes just a few minutes online and it's valid for three years. And you can access that through the, what's called the FAA Drone Zone. Uh, it's a great one-stop shop for registering your drone. You get all kinds of information there. And uh, you can find that at faadronezone.faa.gov. And there's one other key piece there. Um, if you're wondering, you're saying, oh, how do I know about airspace? Because I keep talking about know what's around you, yeah. know what's safe, right? So how would you do that? So one way you can do that is to download the Before You Fly mobile app. That's B, it's like a license plate, B, the number four, the letter U, and then fly. And it's uh, the FAA's app that's in conjunction with a company called Kitty Hawk. And Before You Fly is a super, super easy to use uh, app that looks at your location of your smartphone or your, um, or your mobile device. And it tells you that airspace, whether or not it's safe to fly or if you need additional authorization. Well, that's really, that makes yeah. it really, really simple because if you're close to an airport, but you're not sure exactly how close, this will make it real easy to tell, right? Exactly right. Yeah. And so this, uh, this app has been a, um, we launched it several years ago and then we revamped it last year with Kitty Hawk. Um, and they've, they've done a phenomenal job of um, making the app even more user-friendly and increasing the ratings in the Google Play and the, um, and the Apple uh, App Store. Right now, I mean, the, the ratings are just, you know, climbing, and I think they're over four for each of the respective apps. So it's getting a lot of play, and I think they're over 6 million. I want to say it's like 6.5 million unique airspace lookups. That means 6.5 times people did use the app to look up the specific airspace they were in. All right, guys, let's see if we can get that number up for them. I mean, you yeah. guys, you know how competitive I am, how... Uh, type A personality I am and I want to win, win, win. So let's, let's see if we, our realtors can't get some of those numbers up and, and make that, that app and that program work. Thank you. Thank you. We, we appreciate that. And uh, again, that's a great way for situational awareness um, to know whether or not it's safe to fly. So, um, but we, we, one of the key things that, that realtors can do is if, if you are a certified drone pilot, then you, everything I've said today, you already know most of it, right? Um, which is great. Um, and maybe you picked up a few things along the way. Um, but if you're thinking about using a drone, if you're thinking about um, hiring somebody to use a drone, a couple things. So you want to make sure that you are familiar with 
all of the regulations and that you are a certified, what we say, part 107 part. That's the, the certification to use a drone for commercial use. Okay. You have that, right? Or that you're hiring somebody that's reputable and that they have a part 107 certification. Because ultimately, if something goes wrong, um, you want to make sure that that person's trained and they know exactly what they're doing to be able to handle the drone or to handle any sort of, um, uh, you know, re reporting requirements afterwards. So in other words, they shouldn't hire my husband and I who are, um, have flown our drones around the backyard maybe three or four times and have not gotten licensed because we'll have no idea what we're doing and we could potentially hurt somebody or something. I like how you extrapolated that example. Yes, I would say that's probably probably not the not the best avenue to go down. Now. But you know, ultimately, they have to make their own decisions. Right. But, so, guys, um, this is like we always tell you: make sure you hire somebody who is a professional in whatever field. In this case, there are licenses available, and so just like you wouldn't hire an unlicensed home inspector or an unlicensed contractor, you want to make sure that if you're hiring somebody to to do aerial photographs or, or drone video for you, they have the right licenses and the right certifications and the right information that they need to have in order to make sure they're doing it safe. Yeah. And if they have, if they have the right licenses, I mean, it's, it's actually a, a, a credential they get from the FAA. So they'll have that and they'll be able to show that to you. And that means that they've passed a test and that they understand um, basic airspace requirements and restrictions. And they, um, you know, they have a level of understanding about the national airspace system. So these are the people that are taking it serious, that treat it as a profession, that are being being exactly. careful and being responsible. Um, unlike just somebody who got a drone for a, a gift and has decided to launch a new business venture and they're just, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play, uh, what was that? There was a game, a game show that was no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, stop. I don't remember what the name of the game show was, but there was, ah, press my luck, press your luck. That was the name of the game that these pressure people just wanna game. press, press their luck. So Eric, how can realtors themselves get involved with Drone Safety Awareness Week? What, what can they do? All right, well, you can check out all of the resources that we mentioned on faa.gov slash UAS or dronesafetyawarenessweek.com, run that all together dronesafetyawarenessweek.com. And I think uh, we're going to be putting some notes uh, in the um, the show notes, if I have that correct. Yep, we'll, we'll make sure to drop a bunch of links. Perfect. And But um, it's not only about checking out the events, but you can actually host an event if you desire. Um, you can participate in an event, learn more. Um, you can share your drone safety tweets or stories or photos. We've got a photo contest so if any of you out there that are listening and you're saying to yourself, hey, I'm already a Part 107 pilot and I'm a realtor and I have some amazing footage, we've got a photo contest. Get your photos uh, submitted as soon as you can. Um, and we've also got an art contest um, for kids to submit uh, art pictures about drones in, in everyday life. So sort of a, another creative twist on what we're doing to raise safety awareness uh, during these COVID times, which require us not to meet in person. So we have to look at some other opportunities to spread the safety message. And they should use hashtag drone week for that, right? That is exactly right. Thank you for covering that. Hashtag <laughs> drone week. We will pick up all of those, uh, um, all of those uh, tagged uh, social media posts, and we'll use our social media platform to amplify anything that anyone puts out there. Well, that's really cool. So um, as we've mentioned a couple times, and these will be in the show notes, realtors can go um, places for more information, faa.gov slash UAS. And that's kind of, that's going to be the central landing point, And that'll have links to just about everything else, right, Eric? That's exactly right. 
So go there. You can go to dronesafetyawarenessweek.com, faadronezone.faa.gov, any of these. Or, you know, you can always reach out to your favorite attorneys here at Virginia Realtors, and we will make sure to get you linked to the right places. Uh, Eric, before we wrap up, are there any closing thoughts that you want our members to, to make sure they take with them? Yeah, I mean, look, it's Drone Safety Awareness Week to heighten drone safety awareness, but it, it doesn't mean that it's just one week of the year, right? Drone safety uh, is every week, every day of the year. So um, we're hoping that we can heighten awareness as we go through the week, but really that people take that safety message with them seriously and everything that they do related to drones. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is a general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors Copyright 2020. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.